Voices of the Temple, official podcast of the Temple of Witchcraft, exploring mystery and magic through love, will, and wisdom, hosted by Adam Sartwell. Hi, listeners. I'm here with founder and Gemini minister, Steve Kensett. And uh, we just wanted to have a little podcast where we could talk about some of the news and things that might be new to you about the temple and um, some of the things that we have coming up. We've got a lot going on these past few months, so there's a, there's a lot to catch up on. Yeah. Um, so what's the news in the Temple of Witchcraft? Well, the, the big item of news is that... The temple has finally uh, achieved one of our goals. Uh, we uh, purchased a property uh, in Salem New, uh, Salem, New Hampshire called Grandview Manor. Uh, it's a um, late Victorian uh, with a detached barn uh, that has uh, five acres of land and a tremendous amount of, of potential. Mm-hmm. Uh, right now, uh, we're uh, working on the process of fundraising uh, to put in the uh, necessary parking uh, that mm-hmm. the, the town requires, and we'll tell everybody about just how they can uh, chip into the fundraising campaign uh, that we're currently uh, running. Mm-hmm. And uh, the temple founders are uh, living uh, in the house upstairs and uh, serving as the caretakers uh, of, the, of the property. Our residence both uh, allows us to have a um, church-run property uh, in the residential district mm-hmm. uh, and uh, allows us to defray uh, some of the costs of uh, owning and maintaining the property uh, since we live here and we pay rent to the temple to, to live here. Yeah. And um, to be in a residential area, you... Uh have to actually have a resident if mm-hmm. you're a church. Yes. And I don't know if anyone, everyone knows that. Yeah, we, we learned a lot about the legal requirements of churches in this process. Mm-hmm. And um, we had to do a very long process with getting um, town approval for the parking lot. Do you want to talk a little bit about that? Or? Sure. We, um, the first steps of uh, looking to use uh, Grandview as our new temple residence was getting in touch with the town of Salem, letting them know that we were going to buy the property and uh, that we intended to use it to hold uh, classes and small religious rituals. Mm-hmm. The town has very specific requirements about the um, kind of parking uh, is needed to uh, set up that kind of um, facility. So we had to uh, consult with a site planner, um, Mm -hmm. put together a plan that had the necessary parking, um, lighting, all of that sort of thing, and then submit the plan to the town uh, planning board for approval. And that was a long bureaucratic process, as you might imagine. Mm -hmm. Uh, But uh, we, you know, made sure to conform to all the the town's requirements, mm-hmm. and uh, we worked with an engineering firm that was very familiar with all of those requirements and working with the town planning board, mm-hmm. and uh, we were able to um, get a plan approved, and uh, now it's just the process of raising the money so that we can actually implement it mm-hmm. um, and uh, make that 
plan happen. Uh, so we started a fundraising campaign on uh, Indiegogo, uh, mm -hmm. which is a, a crowdsourcing uh, site that uh, basically people can contribute whatever amount they want um, towards the, the parking lot fundraiser. Mm -hmm. uh, and it runs for another 80-some uh, days at this point when we're recording this. I think it's 87 today. Yeah, that sounds about right. Mm -hmm. um, and we've set up different um, sort of thank you levels. Uh, we're now like the, the witchcraft version of PBS. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. no, no, no tote bags as yet. But, no. Uh, we've or set, TARDIS cups. No, no vanishing TARDIS or witch cups yet. <laughs> But we set up um, different levels uh, where uh, we're going to uh, be thanking people for their their pledges uh, to the fundraiser by, uh, at the, the most basic level, lighting a candle on our mm -hmm. hearth uh, for their particular intention, mm -hmm. uh, all the way up to um, doing um, spell charms and... Um, personalized readings with uh, temple ministers um, or uh, a fundraiser book uh, that uh, fellow founder Christopher Penzak is putting together of his uh, Kabbalistic based poetry called the Phosphorus Grove. Mm -hmm. uh, that'll be a very a very limited addition um, to uh, people who contribute to the campaign. Mm -hmm. um, and a whole bunch of stuff that you can all even see on the site um, and uh, it's indiegogo.com slash T-O-W parking uh, is the site. You can also find a link to it on our website as well. Mm -hmm. And is, Facebook. And Facebook and all of our social <laughs> media. media. <laughs> um, so I know I've been uh, sort of spearheading a lot of the thank you stuff. Kind of easy to do. I've had a lot of ministers step up to do a lot of the work, which was good. On other news, uh, the founders are going to a couple of different uh, things in February. Mm -hmm. That's right. We've got a, a busy February ahead. Uh, we've got PantheaCon first coming up on President's Day weekend in San Jose, California. Mm -hmm. And um, PantheaCon is probably the largest uh, indoor pagan festival uh, in the continental United States mm. and uh, it's a great event terrific teachers um, programs uh, rituals all throughout mm -hmm. the weekend this is going to be our first year of the temple hosting our own hospitality suite uh, amongst the various other um, suites at the uh, event uh, for folks who aren't familiar with PantheaCon um, a number of different groups sponsor uh, hospitality rooms uh, mm -hmm. where folks can come and you know get a drink have a place to sit uh, have a chance to chat uh, just have a little quiet space away from the hustle and bustle of the convention which is always hugely crowded uh, mm -hmm. because there's thousands of people who attend mm -hmm. and um, it's also a great opportunity for the different groups ourselves included to meet people, say hello, uh, answer any questions people may have about us, our organization, the things that we're doing. So this is gonna be the temple's first year um, sponsoring a hospitality suite. Uh, we're getting terrific support from our West Coast members mm -hmm. uh, who are all very excited to be um, helping out uh, at the suite. 
and uh, we're really looking forward to it. It's going to be a, a terrific year, uh, in addition to uh, Christopher teaching a number of classes and uh, us presenting a ritual, uh, we'll also have the suite, uh, so mm -hmm. there'll be a whole lot of temple activity uh, at PantheaCon this year. Yeah, and it's not just the founders that are going. Um, our Pisces minister, Alex, is also going to be there. Yes. In fact, Alex is going to be uh, the one primarily responsible for the suite because we're going to be running around helping with classes and ritual and mm -hmm. all of those sorts of things. So uh, it'll be a <laughs> terrific opportunity for uh, people to, to meet her and uh, find out just the kind of amazing people we have you know, in the temple uh, who are helping to run things. And then in the same week, <laughs> yep, the very next weekend, the very next weekend, we go to Convocation. Right. Which is a whole change of scene from uh, San Jose. We go from um, the, you know, sort of South Bay area of California to the frigid wilds of Michigan uh, <laughs> to uh, attend Convocation, which is quite possibly the second largest yeah. indoor um, pagan festival at least that I'm familiar with yeah uh, and also has another you know terrific slate of uh, presenters and classes and workshops mm. uh, and the like but that will probably be considerably less um, wandering out by the pool yeah yeah definitely <laughs> unless it's indoor um, and that has um, sort of a tarot themed presentation to it right? correct um i think it's the sun this year mm -hmm. yeah and last year was the moon yeah i want to say yeah we've been uh christopher was very insistent on avoiding you know the years that featured death in the tower mm -hmm. so i think that's probably a wise decision all things considered <laughs> yeah so um and also uh we're presenting classes there that's as right well Yes, all of the founders are going to be presenting uh, workshops at Convocation, mm -hmm. and we're working together to present uh, a big temple ritual as well. Wow, that's really cool. Um, so one of the things that we're adding on to um, this in bulk to our um, amazing classes uh, that we put on before, um, our our uh, minister Silver Moon mm -hmm. is going to do some teleconferencing. So, can you yes. talk about that? Uh, for folks who aren't familiar, uh, we generally present an afternoon workshop of some sort uh, the afternoon before our evening Sabbath ritual because uh, originally, when we uh, began renting out the Masonic building for those rituals, we paid our rent for the building for the whole day. And so to utilize the time as much as possible, rather than just having a few hours in the evening for a ritual, we would also present a workshop in the afternoon, uh, sometimes thematically tied in with the ritual, other times not, depending on uh, you know, what the particular minister was teaching. And uh, it maximized the use of our time. And now that we've uh, moved our, our Sabbaths to the Upper Village Hall in Derry, uh, we're, we're applying the same idea that since we're, we're renting the hall for the day, uh, we're going to make the most use of it uh, and have uh, a workshop as well as a ritual. So the, the newest expansion of the workshops and utilizing our time effectively 
uh, was the suggestion that we, uh, we find a way to allow uh, distance members and people who might be interested in attending the workshop but can't for geographic reasons because mm-hmm. they're not within driving distance of us to have the opportunity to attend via teleconference. So this is a very new experiment. Uh, it was proposed and we're going to give it a try and see how it <laughs> works out. Uh, right now, the plan is that everyone who registers online uh, will have an option to click uh, registering for the, the teleconference option at a slightly reduced cost. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're going to send out uh, via email a, a, f- a conference call phone number that folks will call into. You'll punch in a special code mm-hmm. and you'll basically be connected to this online conference call. Um, and we'll have um, a sound setup uh, in the workshop for um, Silver to um, basically interact with the conference callers uh, on uh, kind of a speakerphone arrangement. So um, we're going to see how well it works. Silver has done these kind of conference calls uh, before for some of her own uh, practice and some of her own readings. So we're looking forward to it as a a great opportunity to expand the range of offerings that we have and allow more people uh, to participate. And this class is on journal writing. Yes, magical journaling. Yes. So there's still uh, time to sign up for it. Uh, It's uh, going to be the um, afternoon of February 2nd. Mm -hmm. Um, I believe the class starts at 2 Eastern time. Uh, for folks who might be interested in checking it out. Cool. So, um, we have also two new ministers. We do. Uh, Who are they and what are they doing? Well, uh, we have um, Rick, who has uh, taken over Capricorn Ministry. And uh, Capricorn is the the father ministry Mm -hmm. and uh, is responsible, uh, amongst other things, for... uh, the temple's spiritual work with with the god, mm-hmm. uh, the the masculine uh, side of divinity, um, and also with uh, the temple's uh, prison ministry work. We have a very active prison ministry program, uh, particularly over um, correspondence. And I know Rick is also working on um, prison visits uh, locally uh, because uh, the. Um, the prison up in uh, Berlin uh, has invited us up many times uh, mm-hmm. to uh, minister to uh, inmates there. And um, the, the Capricorn ministry uh, is getting a lot more active uh, with, with Rick at the helm. Uh, mm-hmm. He's also uh, starting a men's mysteries group um, that's uh, just getting going, which um, should be an excellent opportunity uh, for, for men in the temple uh, who are looking to explore their own unique place in the mysteries. Mm. And our um, Leo ministry also has a, a new uh, lead minister. Uh, Mark um, just recently uh, took over as lead minister of Leo, uh, mm-hmm. and he's uh, a, an excellent artist, uh, and very creative, uh, so he fits right into uh, Leo's artisan archetype. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's very excited about the idea of uh, Leo's mission to cultivate pagan artists and art mm-hmm. in the community and get more people in the temple uh, who are artists and who are interested in, in contributing their work and having their work seen 
and having their work be a part of our community. Uh, so uh, if, you know, artists, if uh, you're out there and you're interested, uh, check out the, the website or send an email to leo at templeofwitchcraft.org um, and uh, let Mark know that you're, you're out there and that you're interested. Um, they, uh, both ministries are, have some exciting things in the works and we're, mm -hmm. we're really glad to have uh, both Mark and Rick on board and really looking forward to their contributions. Mm -hmm. There's so many exciting things going on in the temple right now that um, people are adding to the ministries. Um, I, uh, I have been part of the Stitch and Witch and they this year are focusing on making shawls for um, sort of like the um, Christian idea of the prayer shawl, mm -hmm. but more as a, a you know a pagan thing that uh, if we see someone who needs comfort, you know they could offer up this shawl. And they've been making shawls, and uh, I saw the box today. This is why I think of it, and it is filling with shawls quite quickly. So. Um, it's very, it's a beautiful mm. thing, and I hope to have Silver on um, the podcast soon, so uh, to ask her all about the shawls and some of the things that she's been doing with the uh, cancer ministry, and um, she's an amazing person. Mm, that's terrific. Uh, yeah, cancer ministry is really the, the model, I think, that we all aspire to. Um, they're, they're one of the, the most active of the temple's ministries mm -hmm. and they just have such terrific um, programs with uh, the, the women's circles mm -hmm. and now the new shawl ministry yeah. and new children's ministry mm -hmm. um, that you know has been offering after uh, a few days after our Sabbaths uh, a little children's get-together where they do their own Wheel of the Year rituals Mm -hmm. um, and I think that sort of stuff is just terrific and it has been such a blessing yeah. uh, for the community in so many ways um, and also this year um, the Virgo ministry has added on doing healing clinics at our office um, during the first Sunday of every month from 3 to 5 and um, and if you want to be a part of that, you would email healingclinics at templeofwitchcraft.org um, for you know signing up for part of that. I've also sort of offered up for this next one to do some distance work for people, which um, basically looks like you'll get a time. I'll focus on you and only you for that time and then give you a letter if there's anything insight-worthy or... Um, Things you might want to look at. Uh, so the people who are interested in distance healing as part of the clinics, would they also email the healing clinics email or would they email a different Those address? who are interested in that can email virgo at templeofwitchcraft.org to okay. sign up for that. And can uh, people who are interested in the healing clinics simply drop by when the clinics are going on? Yes, but if you email the healing clinics at templeofwitchcraft.org, you'll be put on the list. So you might have to wait if oh, you come so unannounced. A good idea to make reservations. Yes. If you want Always a good idea to make reservations, RSVP, and all of that. So, um, and they're doing that at like half the cost of a usual Reiki session, which is um, about $30. Mm -hmm. So, 
Right. And I understand that all the the temple ministers involved are uh, Reiki attuned. Yes. In addition to whatever other healing modalities they practice. Yeah. We wanted to have the um, safeguards that are brought in with Reiki for each of those people, just in case, you know, um, any of the actions there could have ramifications. And usually um, Reiki is pretty gentle, which Mm -hmm. is good. Mm -hmm. But not all the ministers would are going to be doing just Reiki. Mm-hmm. Um, everyone has their particular talent and uh, modality that they could mix in there. Mm-hmm. So there'll be a whole range of offerings. Yes. Um, our next one has um, Luna and Matuka um, on it, which I have to put up on the website. But um, they are going to be doing the healing, the hands-on healings in the office. And I'll be doing distance healings uh, from there as well. So I hope that will get going. We're also hosting a Libra Minister um, ethics thing in, I want to say March. but We should have checked the calendar for that. Oh, yes. Please check the calendar for that. Because we do have a lot of things going on this year. And yeah. you really need to, you know... Get in there and look around. But yeah, we do have a an um, ethics workshop uh, in the works, mm-hmm. um, and the Libra Ministry, which is in charge of higher education, yes. um, has just started a great series of uh, classes and lectures. On uh, we just had our, our first one was on uh, conflict resolution mm-hmm. uh, and mediation for uh, pagan ministers, yeah. which is a, a, such a, a valuable and needed skill uh, yeah. in the community. Um, and now this this next one is uh, is on ethics and ethical practices, which again I think is a great you know resource uh, and uh, you know skill for for ministers in the community to have, whether they're working within the temple or not. Mm-hmm. And you know we want these uh, higher education courses to be open to everyone who feels called to do ministerial work, whether yeah. they're doing it under the greater umbrella of the temple or on their own. Yeah. I've also found the Dark Moon Ministries uh, mysteries very interesting lately. Um, the last one we had was on Enochian uh, mm-hmm. magic and calls, uh, which was very fascinating. Um, and those are open to people who are ministers, pagan mis- ministers as mm-hmm. well. Correct. Yeah, that's kind of the, the ritual side of the higher education uh, mm. portion that's being handled by the Sagittarius, uh, Sagittarius Ministry. And um, is presenting some uh, lecture and ritual that really offers um, pagan ministers a chance to go deeper mm-hmm. with their own work. Yeah. Uh, and I think that that's a great resource because uh, so many uh, who are doing ministerial work can get in very involved in doing their service work and then neglect their own practice or their own education and you know this offers them the opportunity to to kind of get back into the classroom get back into the ritual space mm-hmm. as a participant and not necessarily be responsible for anyone else's experience but their own yeah and that's really you know it's part of the thing that feeds us to be able to do our work absolutely absolutely well thank you steve for um having a little podcast with us And I hope this was educational and informative for everyone out there. Um, So, goodbye, listeners. Thanks, everybody. Take care. Blessed be.
You've been listening to Voices of the Temple. The contents of this podcast are copyright 2010 of the Temple of Witchcraft. For more information, please visit templeofwitchcraft.org.